77 WABC. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I can't believe I'm stating this in 2023. In November 1st, on November 1st, 2023, but local... Colleges in our area have to find a way to send a strong, strong message that anti-Semitism will not be tolerated. No other way to say this. These pro-Palestinian rallies are sending a conflicting message. A 21-year-old fellow student up at Cornell has been arrested for making those horrendous threats that put the Ivy League campus on high alert over the weekend. The suspect, 21-year-old Patrick Guy, allegedly threatened to shoot up 104 West. That's the university dining hall in Ithaca, that caters predominantly to kosher diets. And he also threatened to slit the throats of any Jewish men he came across. Threatened to stab and rape Jewish students and to shoot up the school. Down here at Columbia University, professors are signing a new letter stating that they are appalled about campus anti-Semitism. Quote, we are horrified that anyone would celebrate these monstrous attacks that have occurred. And so that's what's going on at Columbia as more than 200 faculty members said Tuesday they are appalled by the amount of anti-Semitic incidents at the Manhattan campus. This comes a day after scores of their colleagues signed a letter defending students, defending students who supported Hamas's brutal October 7th terror attack. 1,000 Americans are trapped in Gaza as the last U.S. charter plane left Israel. Roughly 1,000 Americans trapped in Gaza without a way out as Hamas Savage terrorists refused to operate the region's exit route into Egypt. We'll let you hear what Secretary of State Anthony Blinken had to say before the Senate Appropriations Committee on Tuesday. One of the reasons why a strong message has to go out is this, about condemning, stomping out anti-Semitism, a scooter-riding scooter New York City Bigot punches a man and hurls anti-Semitic comments. A man on a scooter punched a 23-year-old man in the face while hurling anti-Semitic comments at him. This happened in Brooklyn Tuesday morning, according to police. This happened near a self-storage facility on Fulton Street near Wyona Street in Cypress Hills around 9.20 a.m. Slugged the victim once, leaving him bleeding from the mouth. A horrendous, absolutely horrendous black-on-black crime incident in Brooklyn a shooting where New York City elected officials are urging the gunmen who killed the father and stepson to surrender or for the local community in Brooklyn to, quote, snitch, snitch, snitch. Things are so warped in some of these communities, officials have to beg 
community members to cooperate cooperate with police. It is ridiculous. It's regarding a feud over noise between two New York City neighbors, and it turned into a deadly point-blank shooting caught on tape. Again, New York City elected officials urging the gunman who killed the father and stepson to surrender or for for locals to snitch, snitch, snitch. I'm going to begin right now with Israel. This is the Fox News Channel reporter, Trey Yinkst. You can hear there all that gunfire and also the strikes that appear to be called in to this specific area. Another one right there. The Israelis are clearly engaged with militants inside Gaza in the northern part of the Strip. And uh, Mr. Yanks is doing an outstanding job covering what's going on in Israel. Again, 1,000 Americans trapped in Gaza. Trapped in Gaza. This is what Secretary of State Anthony Blinken had to say before the Senate Appropriations Committee Tuesday. We have um, about 400 American citizens and their family members, so it's uh, roughly 1,000 people uh, who are stuck in Gaza and want to get out. Um, I'm focused on this intensely. Uh, My entire department is as well, both in the region and here. We're working with various parties to try to facilitate their departure from from Gaza. The impediment uh, is simple. It's Hamas. Uh, we've not yet found a way to get them out uh, by whatever, through whatever place and by whatever means uh, that Hamas is not blocking. But we're working that with uh, intermediaries. Um, we're working that to, uh, for them. There are also another roughly 5,000 third country nationals from other countries seeking to get out. Uh, so this is something that we're intensely focused on. We've been, we've, we've been in close communication as best we can with Americans who are stuck in, in Gaza. We've had about uh, 5,500 communications um, that we've initiated, uh, phone calls, emails, WhatsApp, uh, to be in touch with them, to try to guide them as best we can, and to work for their um, ability to leave. Let's go ahead and open up the phone lines, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Local colleges must find a way to do a better job of sending the message that anti-Semitism will not be tolerated. November 1st, 2023, and this needs to be said. 2023, Patrick Dye, Cornell University, a junior majoring in engineering at the prestigious university, has been named in a federal complaint. This is just stupid, dumb, and hatred. A federal complaint charging him with posting threats to kill or injure another person using interstate communications. This could land this kid in jail for up to five years. He's from Pittsburgh, New York, upstate, and he was charged uh, hours, just hours after New York State troopers identified a person of interest regarding the online threats at Cornell. I won't even repeat some of the things in a public domain that this 21-year-old said. It is disgusting, but this is what Governor Kathy Hochul of New York had to say. Just yesterday, I sat with Jewish students at Cornell University. After receiving horrific threats on their lives online and hate mail sent to the dorms, they are understandably anxious. Some are fearful now of attending class or eating in the kosher dining hall. And I promised them that the state of New York would do everything in its power to protect them. Seeing their young faces looking for reassurance that they'll be okay, that things will get better, reminded me of the emotional toll that comes from being the target of hate speech and hate crimes. 
the fear, the anxiety, the stress, not just for them, but for their parents, some of whom just dropped their children off for the first time a few months ago. Think about that. You dropped your daughter, your son off to school. You know, you're dealing with the separation issues, their first semester of college. And this is what the Jewish kids have to deal with. It's not right. It's not right. Let's go ahead and begin with the telephone calls this morning. Let's begin in Philadelphia with Robert. Good morning, Robert. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. It's good to talk to you again. Um, I'm, you know, I've been thinking about this. Like when I was a kid, I'm roughly your age. Okay, so when I was a kid, it was Watergate, it was Vietnam, and it was the Middle East. And Watergate's history, Vietnam's history, but the Middle East goes on. And people might draw correlations to Northern Ireland. And it took over 800 years. But even in Northern Ireland, there's some sense of sanity and civility there. I don't think that there is a solution to the um, Israeli-Palestinian situation. And I'll tell you why. In order to have a solution... Um, for both people, because both people, in my view, have a claim on that air, have claims on legitimate claims on that area. Okay, um, but if you had like a two-state solution, the Jews, the Israelis, would be fine with that. They would do what they did, have been doing all along, going about their business. But we both know that there's always going to be rockets coming into them from the Palestinian side. And the bottom line is, I don't think, and it's not just Palestinians. Because Iran isn't Palestinian, they're Shiite Muslim, okay? It's uh, Muslims will not tolerate Jews in that region of the world. And that is the crux of the nutshell. There's no way around it. Every other solution or every other aspect of the solution is in place. It's just that acceptance will never be there. And I'm not looking for that sentiment to change. And I don't like to be disparaging of religion because I have, and I don't just say this, but I have good friends from Pakistan, okay, who work with Indians because they have good hearts. And that surprised me. I asked them about it. But it's like until that changes, I mean, the Muslim calendar says it's 1444, and Hamas acts like it. I'm not saying all Muslims act like it, well, but Hamas acts like it's 1444. I, and I, I, I hear I'm you, sorry, Robert. Right. No, no, I, I'll let you finish. I, I, I hear you. But you said the acceptance will never be there. Right. His, history uh, seems to indicate that you're correct. But but let's try this. Let's let's mm-hmm. get rid of Hamas, right? Meaning the Israeli people, and let's let's see where things stand. I know there's still the issue of uh, of Israel and the other surrounding Muslim countries. But let's let's start with part of the battle, stamping out, eliminating Hamas, and then see where things go. You you don't think that's the solution? Well, no, that's part of the solution. Um, And again, I don't say this lightly because, as you know, I have someone over there. But you can conquer and wipe out Hamas, and you can wipe out Hezbollah, but you're never going to get rid of the problem until you deal with Iran. End of story. End of story. Hmm. Well, but it, you have it, a great night. Okay, thank you. No, no, it, but it, it starts with let, let's deal with the immediate problem. Let's let, and the you. immediate problem. I I hear you. I I I uh, I I hear you. Thank you so much. I hear you for, too, man. For, have a good night. Thank you. You do the same. In a moment, I'm going to go to Teddy and Yonkers. But first, let's go to Joanne in Westchester. Good morning, Joanne. You're on Talk Radio oh, 77 yeah. WABC. Hey, Dom. Thank you. Um, you know what? Uh, listen, they have to all, you know, nobody wants to get along and this and that and whatever, and, and history dictates such and such, like that gentleman just said. True. But you know what? They've got to stop this now. They're ruining the world. The world is involved in this. It, it, they're killing all of us. And, and I okay, ran, but, yes, but wait, jo- but wait Joanne, when you say they, who are you referring to? Well, meaning meaning uh, you have the Palestinians and the, you know, the fact that they, you know, with Gaza and they just have to look, they have to get along. They've got to stop this. And, and may I, am I wrong, Dom? You tell me, uh, isn't the United Nations supposed to uh, kind of guide and, and be in there and, and, and kind of like dictate what what should be and shouldn't be and or at least help us out? I mean, what are they there for? 
What are we well, involved? They, they, I mean, they, they, they should, but but it's such a political hot potato. And it always been a political hot potato where, mm-hmm. you know, the, the solutions have been um, uh, not easily uh, or readily uh, available. And uh, I just think, Joanne, that it's it's just horrible for the people of Israel, again, having been there several mm-hmm. times, because you don't know what they're going to unless you can going through unless you can walk a day in the shoes of Israeli citizens. Citizens. First, right. first, the right. threat. First, the threat was terrorism in terms of bombs mm-hmm. on the buses. I'm talking about in recent memory. Israel's done a good job of dealing with that. It just goes on and on and on. And now oh, you have oh, this. Uh, oh. Now you have this sneak attack, and you know everybody's saying ceasefire, ceasefire. But how do you do what you did to the people no. of Israel? And now hold up. Let's let's have a ceasefire. It, life doesn't work that way. Exactly. Exactly. It's not right. It's just it's just unheard of. We have to stop. And I want to ask you one more thing, Dominic, real quickly. You tell me if I'm wrong. I I think my gut is that these kids, these college brats, they're brats, they're little ignoramuses. I think they are. And, and they're not kids. And they're not kids. I do think that. And they're not kids. When you're college age, you, you know what you want, or you, at least you think you do. But you know what? Not to have feelings of hatred like this. This is outrageous. Outrageous. I think, this is what I think, you tell me if I'm wrong, they're being paid, I think, to start to, to you know, sort of like Black Lives Matters, and I don't mean it's that group, but it's by other people, and, and you know who I mean, that start, that's, that's behind them and encouraging them, and in fact, paying them. Well, I, 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 my, 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 my opinion, Joanne, I, I don't know. I don't believe, let me be more direct, that they, that most of these mm-hmm. kids are being paid. I think that most of these kids are, frankly, like you just said, brats and fight the power. Mm-hmm. I want to be down with the cause. I want to be down with the people, the, the, the people that, that are oppressed. And, and, and this is what the, the, this is what the media tells them. This is what the MSNBCs of the world tells them. And so that's this is what they do. You know, they listen to rap music and and I haven't even gotten to the uh, to the shooting, the latest black on black crime incident, the uh, shooting in Brooklyn. I'm going to break that down in just a minute. Uh, But but, you know, things are warped. And I think that they're warped even for smart college kids. They are. They are. These Mm -hmm. kids, they, you know. Up at Cornell, Columbia, you you name it, uh, NYU, they want to be down with the cause. So so what's the cause? Sometimes the cause is black people. Sometimes the cause has been Black Lives Matter. Sometimes the cause is Palestinians. But the real cause here is the people of Israel that have come under attack. So if you want to be down with something, be down with right. Be down with people that were innocently murdered. Joanne, thank you for that call. Let's go to Fred in Indiana, and then we'll go to Teddy. Good morning, Fred. What's on your mind? I think one of the the major problems is education, and it's the education of the Muslim children. When they go to school, or when you went to school, and you learn about math, the teacher would say, if you have ten apples on a table— and you eat three apples, how many apples would be left, which would be seven? Right. The Muslim school doesn't do that. The Muslim school says if you have a room with ten Jews and you shoot seven Jews, how many more Jews do you have to kill to have the ten? That's the way they learn that. I I hear you, Fred. I I don't know if that's accurate. I I know. Okay, I'll tell you. When they had the seven, the six-day war, and Israel cabbage, they they got the textbooks. That's what was in the textbooks for the children. You can go online and, and and bring that information up. But if that's the way you educate children, what what do you think to expect as they grow up? This is Nazi true. Germany, Nazi Germany portrayed Jews as rats and vermin. They're doing the same thing to little children as they grow up. And that's the whole problem here. Well, I, this, I, this starts from the very when the youngest child 
looks at Jews that way, uh, what are you going to expect? To a degree, you're you're correct, Fred. Thank you for the call from uh, the state of Indiana this morning. Thank you so much. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I mentioned Teddy and Yonkers. Teddy's standing by, so let's go ahead and get to Teddy. Good morning, Teddy. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dom. I haven't called you in about a week because I tried to maintain my composure. I have been so upset. What happened in Israel? I echo everything what you said, Dominic. I don't want to get so emotional. I'm crying. Dominic, when I saw the movie Till, I knew about the Emmett Till story before seeing the movie. Before seeing the movie. Dominic, you have often, since this October 7th incident, talked about right and wrong. Not black and white, right and wrong. When I was in the movie theater, I got up and yelled out, kill those MFs, because I knew right from wrong. It wasn't black and white. And I'm ashamed of the college students. I'm ashamed of the Jewish voice people who marched with the Palestinians supporters about over the river and out to the sea, Palestine will be free. And the Jewish people were marching with them. Shame on them. Shame on them. And Dominic, the college presidents have no gunyonas to speak up and say no. No more anti-Semitism. No more threats. I'm so happy that they found the culprit in the Cornell incident. And Dominic, I am going to tell you on the air tonight, October 30th, excuse me, November 1st, 2023. Teddy is switching his allegiance. I will not vote for President Biden for president. Not because I don't like him. It's because he is not strong enough to deal with the matter at hand. And I would vote, and I hope she gets it, the nomination, Nikki Haley, I definitely, definitely would vote for her. And I am on the record. When I feel that I'm right, I will stand up to people, Dominic, and you know I have. But if I feel that I have Made I have erred, and I have tried to learn from my mistake, I will. So, Robert, Norm, BJ, Jacqueline, this is Teddy. I am saying it from Yonkers. I will not vote for Joe Biden, and I will, Mayor Adams, I will not, I can't vote for you because I live in Yonkers, but I hope Curtis Slewa becomes the next mayor. And Charles Bowman and the squad and Presley and Corey Bush, you stink. I just hope that there are candidates from the Republican side that are strong enough to be able to oust these people. And Bowman, the next time you are up for election, you know I'm not voting for you at all and any of your ilk. And I'm so upset. Dominic, about the babies that were burned alive and beheadings. And, but Dominic, and I echo Robert, Dominic, there won't be a settlement, a, a peace treaty ever in that side because they teach the children to hate and kill Jews. It's not Israel to kill Jews, J-E-W-S. I want everybody, even the non-Jews, the little listeners, to hear that. It's the Jew that they want to get rid of, not Israel. And Israel encompasses the Jew. So that's what it's all about. They will never, not in my lifetime, and I'm 75 in January, not in my lifetime will there be peace. And I'm all for Netanyahu, even though I disagreed with him dealing with the judicial court. I'm 100% in favor of him going in there and going all out. No ceasefire. No ceasefire. 
So, so Teddy, uh, you, you said just now you're switching your your party affiliation from Democrat to Republican. Uh, does that mean that you're considering voting for Mr. Trump? I knew you were going to ask me that. I have to be honest. It's going to be hard for me to say this. Very hard. Yes. So what's, what, is, what, what's yes. changed? What's changed? The events since October 7th and the Democrats' response or not, no response. Bernie Sanders, why don't the hell you say something about the burnings of children and the beheadings and the rapes? You don't say a damn thing. All you talk about is collateral damage to the Palestinians in Gaza. You don't say a damn thing about the 1,400 Israelis and Americans that were killed. So, so Teddy, I, I've got to take a, uh, a break in a second here, but I, I think you mentioned the college uh, presidents. And, Absolutely. I uh, sure and, did. And I, I just want, and I think, I, I know you understand this, uh, having worked in education, but it, it, it's a sad state of affairs. But uh, sometimes it's all about the money. It's all about the dinero. So these college presidents, right? They they receive a uh, they stay in uh, in in houses that that are provided by the uh, campus or or they receive a stipend um, and and these houses are worth millions of dollars if the colleges still have them on campus or an apartment on Park Avenue somewhere some nice desirable neighborhood uh, between their their pension benefits and their salaries they're looking at anywhere between a half a million and $800,000 a year. And all they're trying to do is please the board and avoid any controversy and themselves personally. It's all about the Benjamins. Like no one wants to admit that, but that is the reality. I would say Teddy for nine and a half out of 10 of these presidents. That's why they're sticking. And I have a problem with people that stick their heads in the sand like an ostrich. Right. But this is what these college presidents are doing. So they, they have these pro Palestinian protests. They're like, Oh my God, first amendment. You got to let them march. You got to let them march. And then the, the hate that's spewing, that's spewing out of these protests and then here come the Jewish students, and and these colleges are sending a conflicting message that the anti-Semitism will be tolerated, and it just leads to one big mess. And that's where we stand. So, Teddy, and letting you go here quickly, please, how does this get resolved? Dominic, you brought up a great question. And, Dominic, I want to say that the president's have to have a pair of balls and to stand up and have integrity. God darn it, you're a president of an Ivy League institution or NYU. Have a pair of balls and stand up. And I would go down there with Sid Rosenberg and I would fight too. And I would go up to them. I'd go bust into, I'd try to go bust them through the college president's office, but they would have the security over there. They would. <laughs> They would. Teddy. I'm ashamed that I went to City University. I'm ashamed that I attended City University. And I got my master's degree there at City College in Harlem at 138th Street. I'm ashamed. I hear you, Teddy. I want you to do me a favor. Get some tea or something. Calm down. I don't want you to have a stroke on me, man. Thank you. Thank you, Teddy, for your telephone call. Folks, I've got to take a break. We see your calls coming in from around the country. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. You can also reach me at Twitter in case you call and you can't get through. You can reach me at Dominic TV. You can follow me. You can send me a comment. Understand, though, I may use your comment on air. When we come back, we will continue on Israel and the local situation of the anti-Semitism that is occurring, and it has to stop. Plus, I'm going to brief you on on a feud over noise, black-on-black crime incident that's horrible. A feud over noise between New York City neighbors turns into a deadly point-blank shooting caught on camera.
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. You can hear in the distance there, the Israelis are hammering the northern part of the Gaza Strip. Still tonight, they are using their air force and artillery units along the border to hit different positions inside Gaza. The strikes are very close to where we saw infantry troops earlier today operating alongside tanks and armored bulldozers. Fox News reporter Trey Yanks reporting from Israel. We see your calls. We're dealing with a number of stories this morning. Police have made an arrest at the uh, Cornell University anti-Semitism incidents, plural. A 21-year-old fellow student has been arrested for making those horrendous anti-Jewish death threats at Cornell University that put the Ivy League campus on high alert over the weekend. The suspect's name is Patrick Dye. He threatened to shoot up 104 West, which is a university dining hall that caters to predominantly to kosher diets, diets, that is, excuse me, and to slit the throat of any Jewish men he came across. Columbia University, uh, that's the next flashpoint faculty there, Uh, More than 200 faculty members uh, have uh, signed a letter that they were appalled by the number of anti-Semitic incidents occurring on that campus. 1,000, as many as 1,000 Americans trapped in Gaza. And in a moment, I'm going to go to Sandra in New Jersey. But I have to spend a minute or two on this. And uh, I'm just going to say what's on my mind. Do you have no self-pride? When you look at what people of color, joined by Jews and others, did for you to have the right to vote and for civil rights, Frankly, for me to be before this microphone with you folks, do you have no self-pride? Another black-on-black incident. The media is not portraying it that way because they don't want to be called racist. I get it. I don't have that problem. I'm going to call it the way it is. A feud over noise in Brooklyn turned into a deadly point-blank shooting caught on tape. Brooklyn politicians, Councilwoman Farrah Lewis of Flatbush, is calling for the gunmen sought in the noise dispute, double slaying of a father and stepson to surrender or for New Yorkers to at least snitch to help catch him. I want you folks to stop and think about that for a second. A public official has to appeal to her community to snitch in order to cooperate with police. It is a sad state of affairs. The councilwoman, Councilwoman Lewis, says, turn yourself in. The suspected killer, 47-year-old Jason, pass. And you see on the tape, there's a... um, the wife, a female, and she's arguing with the man uh, in front of the uh, the third floor, I believe, in front of the staircase. And apparently the man came upstairs complaining about noise. It wasn't the first time. We've all seen that story a million and one times before, right? So the the argument over noise escalates. And you see her husband 
uh, I guess it's her husband, uh, a bodybuilder. He looks like a bodybuilder. And um, he comes out of the apartment and goes right up in the man's face. And unfortunately, he's holding a pair of scissors. And you could see in the video where the other man is intimidated. So the wife or the girlfriend, whatever she may be, she tries to pull him back to no avail. She can't pull her husband or boyfriend back. He spins her off and goes right back at the guy. She tries to pull him off a second time. He spins her off, but this time the guy reaches into his waist. and Now, he was already intimidated. The other guy is bigger than him and pulls out a gun. And we see the bodybuilder type turn around to go back towards the apartment. And you literally see the flash of the gun. He shoots the man in the back. And this started out over a noise complaint. He then turns to the stepson and shoots the stepson. And then one of them wasn't wounded bad, bad enough. And he walked up on him point blank and shot him again. And so the suspect's uh, sister says that he acted in self-defense. She says, my brother is innocent. It was self-defense. I cannot do this all over again. They know everything, phone recording, security coming. They know that they were the aggressors. She says that they are a military family because her father served in Vietnam and was exposed to Agent Orange, and they have been trying to leave the building with help from the VA two black men, excuse me, three black men. Now two of them are no longer alive. It reminds me of the incident that happened at the bodega in Harlem where Jose Alba gets into it. Excuse me. The girlfriend gets into it with Jose Alba because her benefits card. Think about that for a second. Her public benefits card her public benefits card was declined to buy the chips for her daughter she threatens to go get her boyfriend here comes the boyfriend you know the rest of the story same type situation here in brooklyn there's a verbal dispute between the shooter and the the woman and here comes the big boyfriend out the apartment holding a pair of scissors Why would he come out with a pair of scissors when the other man is already intimidated by you? But anyway, that's the uh, latest incident of black-on-black crime. Dominic, you can't talk about black-on-black crime. What about when white people, that's that's what I get, folks, when I talk to my friends, right? What about white people are more of the population than black? Listen, dude, there's no way around it. Blacks are committing crimes. I said it. You can't get around the stats. Why don't you use that valuable time teaching these young brothers to get it together? That would be more a value of your time than keep spinning and lying to yourself that the problem doesn't exist. Sandra in New Jersey. Good morning, Sandra. What's on your mind? Oh, good morning, Dominic, I, I was kind of melancholy tonight. Well, actually, this morning. So I put on, I taped Dancing with the Stars, and that was the only thing I could watch to maybe get me out of my mood. And so wait, wait, Sandra, Sandra, I, Sandra, you going what? on the show? Are you going on the show? Yeah, I'm on your show. No, are you going on dancing? Are you going on dancing with oh, the stars? Oh no, no, no! I was trying to say I'm in a not so great mood, so that cheered me up a okay. little bit. Then All I right. hear Teddy. Then I hear Teddy, because I always have my radio on, always, no matter what I'm doing. If I'm playing my piano, I have the news on. That's how I am. I could do a lot of things at one time. I hear Teddy, and I'm falling in love with this man. I mean, he is really, really quite a person. And uh, I hope he's not sleeping. I hope he is what I have to say. But I believe he is coming to our side, and I do believe he might even vote for Donald Trump, and he wouldn't be sorry if he does. He doesn't have to go to dinner with him. He doesn't have to go bowling with him. But he will make Teddy's dreams come true. Our country has gone crazy. I mean, I read this morning that in the U.K., some person took two boxes of mice and rats. They spray-painted the poor little creatures with red, with red, white, 
and green spray paint. And then they went to the McDonald's that happens to be giving food to the Israeli soldiers and let all those mice out on the floor. Those mice are stressed. The people got stressed. And they did this because of the hatred for that particular McDonald's that's helping the people fighting for the war. I mean, then then I hear about uh, some Senator Jacqueline Rosen. She is Jewish and She's getting such hate mail. They're calling her vermin. And and she happened to have worked as a president of a synagogue prior to going to Congress. I mean, I think this is getting to me already. That's why I had to put on Dancing with the Stars tonight, because I want to throw up already with all the things that are happening. Enough is enough. And Teddy's right. He is really, really angry, rightfully so. And I really think he can help us. I do in, in some crazy way. What do you think? Dominic. Well, Teddy is someone, Sandra, thank you for the call. Teddy is someone that speaks from the heart. Uh, that's, that's who he is. Whether you agree with him, whether you don't agree with him, he speaks from the heart. Thank you for the call, Sandra. And we're, we're all disgusted. And, uh, oftentimes I want to throw up as well. So you're not the only one. Maybe I should watch dancing with the stars. I'm looking at a tweet from David Huns and David says, uh, Today, November 1st, a day that will live in infamy. Teddy from Yonkers changed his allegiance from Democrat to Republican. I will be right back with the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Interesting. New York City Mayor Eric Adams says his administration is not trying to, quote, mislead or, quote, harm migrants in New York City by offering them free tickets out of the city. Mr. Mayor, it's come down to this. Get rid of them by hook or crook. I know that sounds horrible, but the reality, the handwriting is on the wall. The mayor's pushback comes from news outlets reporting that some migrants have been directed. Can you hear the violin playing over my shoulder, the little violin? By the administration's reticketing office, uh, despite stating they wish to stay in a city shelter, the office, which uh, recently opened in the uh, village, is focused on getting migrants to leave New York by offering free transportation to other parts of the U.S. and beyond. Speaking to reporters at City Hall Tuesday, the mayor said the office of the reticketing program is to alleviate pressures on the city's overcrowded shelter system, which continues to house more than 64,000 migrants. Again, By hook or crook, get rid of them. It's not fair to New Yorkers. They can come back, but do so legally. Get in line like everybody else. Let's go to Leah in Brooklyn. Good morning, Leah. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. I'd like to give a shout-out to Teddy. I don't know him, but he was verbalizing what all of us feel, the pain that we all feel Jew, non-Jew, white, black, yellow. We have so many who are with us as a people who are just dismayed at what's going on. And I urge everybody who has even a little small platform to, to follow Teddy and let our voices be heard as much as possible on the radio, on social media, not to be afraid. And, and, and everyone, if it's possible, to jump on the bandwagon and let our voices be heard, because that's what we have now. I, I, I hear you, Leah, and um, I think you know this is a station that will continue to, uh, to let voices be heard. And uh, we have to stand behind Israel. There, there's no other way to state this. Uh, what occurred was horrible. And I, I say think about the parents, what they're going through right now. Leah, thank you. Uh, thank you for that call. In a moment, I'm going to Lori in uh, North Carolina, uh, but I'm also looking at Twitter and Sharon just sent me a uh, tweet that posted three minutes ago. And it says, quote, it occurred to me that the brainwashing happening with Hamas children to hate Jews 
reminds me of the brainwashing of young black children taught to hate police and that violence is okay. It's so sad. Young black children in the inner cities don't stand a chance at life. Well, Sharon, uh, I never like to say that you don't stand a chance because I was once one of those young black kids uh, with absolutely nothing on my side to indicate uh, outside of caring loved ones that I was going to make it out of the hood. And so if I agreed with that, that would mean that me and countless others uh, didn't make it out of the hood. But when you look at your comment in terms of on average and uh, percentage wise, you are correct. And this is why when I get calls from the Peters of the world in Harlem that make every excuse under the sun. So I guess uh, the shooting in Brooklyn where one black man pulls out a gun, and these were not kids. These were grown men. And and here comes the uh, father holding a pair of scissors, and and the shooter shoots the, uh, the father and then shoots the stepson. I guess there's some reason, a legitimate reason, why that shooting occurred. I'm being sarcastic. Lori in North Carolina. Good morning. What's on your mind, Lori? Good morning, Dominic. Um, if I can just give everybody a little bit of glimmer of hope. I don't know if um, you're a believer in, in uh, the Bible, but all this is, is clearly predicted in the Bible, um, that the world will, will come against Israel in the end times. But the Jewish people in Israel, these are God's people, and he's never going to let them be completely destroyed. He will protect them through it all. And I think we all need to really turn our eyes on God and really start praying, praying. There's a lot of power in prayer and and just praying for this whole situation. The world is getting dark. It's getting dark and evil more and more. And I just think the only hope, in my opinion, is, is to turn our eyes on God. <laughs> You know, you know, Laurie, I, I try, I try to stay away from religion. I, I try, but, but you are correct. And I can only tell you from my own experiences, I've been in some corners where I did not see a way out mm-hmm. and, and turned it over to prayer and mm-hmm. somehow, some way. Uh, a, 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 a door opens, an avenue uh, opens, uh, and 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 things work out. So, I I agree with you, Lori, because we are we are in very dark times. Now, let me ask you this before I let you go. Please tell me it's it's not your opinion that things are going to get worse. What do you believe? Mm, mm, well. Um, I think they are. <laughs> really? I do. Involve, I involving the U.S.? Uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. God will always protect Israel and his people. He made a covenant, and, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I believe in the Bible. And so, you know, he made a covenant all the way back with Abraham that he was going to never let Israel and, and the Jewish people be completely destroyed. He will not. But, I mean, I just think there's a lot of power in prayer, turning our eyes on God and and just, you know, everybody, there's there's just power in that. We all need to turn our eyes on God and pray because God Almighty is in control over all of this. And and you know that. I'm sure. I don't know what your faith is, but, um, yeah, yeah, I think it is going to get worse. But that's why I think our only hope is to just keep our eyes on God and to have faith, have strong faith. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lori, for your comment in um, from North Carolina this morning. Up to Saratoga, let's say good morning to Rocco. Good morning, Rocco. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. College students, educated ignorance. Educated ignorance with leftist, socialist, professors, influencing and guiding them. Read a history book. There is no Palestine. The Balfour Accord 1917 gave 
Israel their land. There is no Palestine. They're Palestinians. Egypt doesn't want the Palestinians. Jordan doesn't want the Palestinians. So what does that tell you? Educate yourself. These ignorant people, ignore history. You're doomed to repeat it. Okay? Hmm. Get it straight. Long live Israel. You're not going to destroy Israel, you animals, you barbarians. You damn, come here, I'll punch you in your damn face. (laughs) Well, Rocco, we're not we're not going to uh, thank you. Thank you so much for the call, Rocco and Saratoga. We're not going to uh, advocate uh, violence. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't I don't want to be uh, uh, hypocritical because and uh, because I just I just said to Rocco, we don't want to uh, advocate violence. But but I have urged I do feel strongly that Israel must take a strong strong stance and what they are doing right now is the step in the right direction those savages must be exposed those savages must be found those savages must be eliminated period no other way around it joining me right now frank marano the other side of midnight good morning to you sir hello Dominic. So what do you have coming up? All right. For the next hour, we're going to take a look at the cosmos as we have some cosmic conversations with Dr. Sky, which, you know, I always get a kick out of. And there was a ton of space news this week and even not just space news, a lot of aviation news. So we're going to get into that in a big way. In the uh, two o'clock hour, we're going to talk with Anna Holmes, who wrote the best article I've ever read on the subject of procrastination. Are you a procrastinator? I, my, my hunch is you're not. No, no, no. See, I, 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 I move aggressively see, on no, everything. Uh, see, I move aggressively to procrastinate on everything. <laughs> so we're going to get into this in the 2 o'clock hour. And uh, some breaking news out of New Jersey we're going to bring to your attention as well. Well, Frank Morano's coming up, folks. You want to keep it right there. I heard the conversation on clowns. I enjoyed it last night. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, starting right now.